It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, this is Bonners. G'day, Bushy here. This is episode 19 of the 8 for 52 podcast, Bushy. Into the fourth over. We are indeed. And they said we wouldn't get here. Did yeah. they? Who, yeah. are, who are they? Oh, they're they. They're I everywhere. Wanna, you tell me names. Name names like Margaret Thatcher. Not naming tell me and shaming. names. Not naming uh, and shaming. They said we wouldn't get here. And we are. And we're going from strength to strength. With our listener numbers growing every single week. As we can tell from the feedback we're getting on Instagram. And no feedback on email. As I, always, we've so, been the email. It's gone. Someone asked me this week, uh, what's the email? Mm. They, they're a podcast listener mm. and still can't remember the email. Mm. And I sent it to them and then they sent it to me anyway. Mm. Didn't, didn't, didn't go to uh, the podcast email. Yeah, no. no emails. I mean, it's still open, podcast852 at iCloud.com. But uh, Insta's where we get our feedback and we'll go through that in a little bit. We've got all last week's outs and ins. Big games last week, mate. Seven matches across three comps. Fantastic. Yeah, we'll go through all of that and outs and ins. Ins and outs this week. We've got seven games this week as well. No Sunday Division 1, given uh, all the internationals. But uh, Sunday Div 2 and uh, Saturday Div 1 and 2. We'll cover all of that as well. Sky Plaza Road later on. The Tri-Series is underway, Bushy. Yeah, it's fantastic. I've been down there for the first two days. Yeah, we're here on uh, recording on Thursday night down at Kowloon Cricket Club. Two games already behind. Bushy's been down there calling all the action. We'll go through that. We've got any interviews, Bushy, in Sky Plaza Road as well? Well, I've done some interviews at the games, and we're going to bang them into a Sky Plaza Road, meld them in from the... The broadcast, so I've talked to the head coach of Hong Kong, China, Simon Willis. I had a chat today with the captain from Malaysia, Virandeep Singh, the new captain, and also the captain from Canada, Saad bin Zafar. Oh, brilliant. And they're all going to be in Sky Plaza Road later on in the episode. If I go and edit it up, yes. Absolutely fantastic. Now, Instagram feedback. We've had a fair bit of feedback this week, so much so I'm not going to be able to get through it all, but I will select one that I want to have a chat about. Oh, this is a bit nervy. Yeah, when when this listener put their feedback in on Instagram, they said that they were happy to be named publicly or remain anonymous. So just in case their feedback is absolutely ridiculous okay. and the listeners hate it, mm. I'll respect their anonymity. Is that the right? Anonymity? Anonymity. Yeah, I'll, I'll respect that they remain anonymous. Yes. So just for this part of the episode... Let's say that we got this feedback from Todd Lingram. Okay. From the island. No, never heard that name or anything okay. that sounds vaguely familiar, so yeah. carry on. So Todd says, Yeah. Regarding franchising, I personally don't see it working. It would absolutely work if there was no established bricks and mortar behind the teams. With KCC and HKCC players playing with the added benefit of sporting memberships. Here's how to save, or at a minimum develop, Hong Kong cricket. Swap Saturday and Sunday cricket around, keeping 35 over format but played on Sundays. Scrap 50 over cricket completely. Focus on T20 cricket like Fiji focuses on the sevens in rugby. Develop grassroots pathways for players to become specialists in that field only. Hong Kong will never play test cricket and will never compete with the big guns in ODIs. Moving to T20 would allow two games to be played, one in the morning and one in the afternoon on Saturdays. Each ground will be utilised properly, with more opportunities then for the other teams to play on better grounds. So that's Todd Lingram's feedback mm. regarding our discussions on, uh, be it franchising or, uh, or, or other drafts, etc. Okay, what what my, do you think of Todd's feedback? My she... first point will be, when I suggested that the two-day format should be scrapped, mm. you bit my head off. Mm, I did. Um, I'm assuming 
your opinions are somewhat similar dragging out of the 50 over format and only focusing on 35 and 20. And 35, I don't really see the point of it. It's there so we can get the games done rather than... There's no 35 over format internationally, so... It's about, it's about timing and access to ground. Exactly. Start so th- yeah. 35 is yeah. handy on a Saturday good. Good Saturday crit. comp. Yeah. But... Todd to, wants that to go to Sunday. Yeah. I'm not sure why they have to swap days, but anyway. Uh, look, overall, I think it's got merit to discuss. I think I can see where Todd's coming from, from Todd's perspective. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I see what... I agree with you. I can see the you can understand. I can it. see the intent. I agree with that. The yes. intent is not flawed. Yeah, but it's a really bad idea. I think it's a terrible idea. The major reason. What's the most important thing in this world? I please enlighten. No, what's the, tell me. What, I, what do you think is the most important thing in this world? Family. No. Okay. You don't have a family if you haven't got money. Okay. Right. Because no one's going to marry you if you haven't got money. I right? got married. I had no money. No, you had money. You had something. Right? <laughs> I had charm. Money. money is... Money makes the world go round. I think Money's that's the most terrible, important. That's a terrible point as well, but carry on. But it's true. You're going in the Todd Lindgren true. bin. Okay, maybe not from a personal perspective. Okay, but carry but from on. from a corporate perspective. Right. The point is, the way the ICC is structured, mm-hmm. there is so much money attached to one-day international status. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we don't make that structure. That's the way it is. You saw that when Hong Kong lost its ODI status, it lost funding. Yep. Okay. Under the current structure, Hong Kong needs to get back its ODI mm. status. As Canada does. the distance. number one yep. goal, as Canada has got, because that drives funding. Lingram's point doesn't take that into account. So the intent is good. I'm not disputing the intent. But the reality, the way the game is structured financially... You need to be playing 50-over cricket. Yep. You need to be playing ODI because you need that funding back to drive that grassroots, to drive it from the top and from the bottom. You need that money. We haven't got that money at the moment. We need it back. Also, if you focus solely on T20 and you're not very good at it, you've got nothing. Yeah, and look, and, but you might become good at it over time, but still, under the current structure, there's so much attached money to ODI. There are players that are better at that longer format as well. So you're making players that are, are slower to open, but they hold their bat, they're never going to make it in T20, and if that's the only option they have, then they don't want to play cricket anymore, or they leave. Yeah, but I'll run the other argument that I ran at you on the two-day game, the 50-over game, same argument for me, 50-over back into T20. Whether you're playing T20, it, you don't have to rush at everything. 50 over cricket helps you in T20, okay? It helps you with your technique. It helps you with your patience. You still need that at times in T20. If you just structure pure T, T20, <clears throat> I'm not sure you're going to get that. Anyway, Todd, we do thank you for your feedback. It's excellent. It's welcomed. Intent is good. I don't like it. But that's You don't. That's just me. Yeah. Um, that's it from the Insta. You got anything to share with us, Bushy? I've got some huge rumours. Really big, really big information coming in. All my little sources have told me I've got two two pearls for you today. Mm-hmm. Firstly, mm-hmm. coming up very soon after the three international tournaments we currently got on. So we've got the Tri Nations on at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then we've got the bilateral Malaysia versus Hong Kong. Uh, series we do and then we've got east asia carp we do there's another one coming with huge names huge names in cricket coming to hong kong huge names in cricket in associate cricket maybe huge names in 
cricket globally coming to Hong Kong? Maybe. Well, you've got to give me more than that. I've got nothing. It's just a huge names in cricket. Give me some definition. I can't. Global? I can't tell you. Regionally associate? I can't tell you. When's all this? Is, this is just rumours. It's not you, rumours. You've just made up. This I will, We will announce it officially on the podcast perhaps even as soon as next week. But I just can't tell you who, when, and where, why, and how. What is it? A, a, another tournament? Yeah, I can confirm that it is. the plan is for another tournament after the three that we've currently got. It'll be in about a month's time. Well, that's tremendous. It is. I've um, no idea what it means. <laughs> but more cricket is tremendous. Yeah, more and cricket. And if there's names attached to it, say, so hang on, so what are we talking? When does the East Asia Cup finish? About the week 19th. after, so middle of February, say. Yeah. Right, middle of February. So you're talking back end of February, early March, with big names attached to it. Yeah, that doesn't help me. Doesn't. Anyway, I'm just thinking out loud, but it doesn't really help me. But sorry. Yeah, you know, that's that's good. That's an exclusive sort of <laughs> in episode 19. Well, I've got another one but for t- you. Hang on, you got, I've got two. more. What I've the hell's going more. on here? All right, give me another one. Three huge names in domestic cricket are transferring clubs. Three. Huge names in Hong Kong domestic cricket are changing clubs. Correct. When? When the transfer papers are signed. I'm sure your Khan's already changed. Correct. So there's three more in addition. Three more on in the works trying to get transferred and going to change clubs. All right. So, well, LSW have fallen into a heap, right? If they're playing Division 2, I fully expect transfers out of LSW or a request at least um, where they would go. I mean, I can't see Isan can't play in Division 2, right? DJ Rao won't want to play Division 2. I can't can't tell you who they are. What clubs? I'm just going off the top of my head. Tanvir Ahmed won't want to play Division 2. The easiest way not to play Division 2 is stay in Division 1. All I'll say... And we'll get to that later on. All I'll say, and then we're going to end this, otherwise we're going to get ourselves into trouble, is that you're way off. You're cold. You're not getting anywhere close to being right there. And now we'll move on. When that is No, no, no. We won't move on. We won't move on because I will throw some rumours back at you. I'll go, oh, you've got rumours. I'm well aware of a... Not three, but two cricketers who have been strongly considering changing clubs. Ah. Now, whether that's a match wow. or not, because this is obviously coming from different sources. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and we can't say either. And I'm not declaring confirmed. what it is, but I know two have been strongly considering such. Mm. So, Maybe if you're listening in and you think you know who they are, get us on look, Instagram DM and have a guess. And at the end of the day, it's not the first and it won't be the last. Oh, we no. see a lot of club change around Hong Kong yes. where you can... Pick names. Bubba Hyatt came across to KCC a couple of years ago. Adil Mahmood, Adil Thorawa, the Shah brothers all come from KCC up the, the hill. The leading Premier League one day scorer, Daniel Bakari, coming across from PAC. Yeah. But this one is quite big because it's three from the same club. Three from the same. That gets me interested. That that changes the dial. That yeah. changes dynamics. That interests me. When are we announcing that one on the podcast? I get a feeling we may not because I think the transfer is going to get blocked. But uh, if it is... How can you, you can't block a transfer. Well, apparently you can. You can't. Apparently there'll be talks. Well, you can't block. So the, so to transfer, the way the system works, you need permission from your club yes. to join the next club. Yes. Yeah. Now, there's no way that that club who you're currently with, can refuse you permission. Apparently you can. Well, that's... Well, 
At law, you can't because it'll be a restraint of trade if there's any sort of money attached to it for a start. If there's not money attached to it, it's still a restraint of trade in some way, shape or form. Now, you can negotiate. I think we're in negotiation and that's I would fully expect the negotiation. But I believe the transfer was wanted. The club transfer to was happy to take them. But it's stalling at the moment. Three from one club. Yeah, that's why it's so big. That's why it's in the rumour mill. Huge. 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 Bushy. Yeah. Episode 19, he comes out with some massive rumours, of which I have absolutely no idea what the facts are behind <laughs> them. But we're going to... And he, he might have just made it up on his way here today. But anyway, it sounds like we're going to have some sort of big tournament with big names involved out the back of the East Asia Cup and three big players from one club changing clubs. This is the 8 for 52 podcast. This is why you listen. This is Bodders and Bushy. Let's get on with the show. Giddy up. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Bodders. All right, Outs and Ends this week, and we'll kick it off with Sunday Division 1, where USRC Elite travelled across to Kowloon Cricket Club to take on the mighty Templars. Bushy, you were down there for this, commentating it all on KCC YouTube. USRC batted first, and coming in at number three with a magnificent... 102, although he was dropped a few times, was Imran Arif. A wonderful century from him. Shahid Wasif and Akbar Khan, they both chipped in each with 30-odd. The USOC made their way to 209 all-out. A decent score. Decent, yes, but unlikely to be a winning score down here at Kowloon Cricket Club. Jay took four, the captain, the Namibian nightmare, four wickets. Darshi, three. And Bubba Hyatt chips in with three for 19. Bowling his mediums. Bubba Hyatt, the batter. Becomes Bubba Hyatt, the all-rounder, taking three three huge wickets. We're talking here. Akbar Khan and Imran Arif, yeah. all the run scorers. Bubba Hyatt gets the job but done. But when he used to bowl a few years ago, I'm sure he bowled offies. Uh, these were just uh, off a short run-up. On his Instagram, he, he said he's been taking uh, tips from uh, Niaz Ali. Come off the short run-up, get it to nip back in, and he did. And yeah, but, well, Niaz is left-handed. Yeah, it didn't matter. Bubba was just taking tips from Niaz. And, All right, what happened next? And then the batting lineup missing the usual opener, Sonny Vimsaria, who was off for Ninad Shah's wedding in Goa. Beautiful. Congratulations, Ninad, by the way. And Jamie Atkinson, unfortunately, big rib injury. He went for a big dive out in the deep, landed on the rope, and I don't, we're not sure yet whether there was cracked ribs or just bruised ribs, but... He, he, he could barely walk and breathe, well, so no he went off for scans and couldn't bat. So, interesting opening partnership. Chris Carter going out there with Jay Davidson, who also wants to be an all-rounder now. Oh, well, the skipper, obviously, Jay Davidson, the skipper says, well, everyone's gone down, I'll come out and I'll open. Well, he was dropped in the slips on nine and Carter was dropped in the slips on six, so you can't say USRC didn't have their chances. Yeah, they were pretty straightforward chances as well. They both should have been taken, very costly in the end. Those drops proved costly as the openers put on 105 with Carter 35, Jay 66, Samad Khan, Baba Hyatt and Azaz Khan came out and did the rest, knocking off the total in 43 overs. Yeah, I mean, unsurprising there. We both tipped the Templars. And uh, speaking of unsurprising, let's go up the hill and let's wrap up this HKCC Scorpions game versus the USAC Vagabonds. The Vagabonds, they were first to bat. Without the 55 from Anas Khan, who opened, I mean, this could have been over before drinks, <laughs> legitimately. Hamid Khan, 25, the only other score of note. Oh, it's three through eight. Numbers, batters, three through eight. Red like this, five, two, two. Four, eight, zero, one. Vagabonds all out. 127. Five for, for Charlie Wallace. I think it's his comeback game. Nice. Luke Jones 
He's been up the top all year. Four for 14. Fantastic. It took the Scorpions exactly 10.4 deliveries. 64 deliveries to win. 32 from Martin Kutsia and 78 not out from Nazakat Khan of just 32 deliveries. And the Scorpions cantered home and an early shower for all. The Vagabonds were finished so early. They were down here at KCC cheering on the USRC elite team not long after our lunch break. And it was not a good day for either USRC team. Nah, and speaking of floggings, let's go across to the third game, which was PACC versus LSW. PACC batting first. They racked up 242. A tremendous 100 from Zishan Ali, 103 off 95. He was to stand out. Well supported by Tanwar Afsal as well. He got 37, but he was to stand out. Mona Dar, fourther for LSW. Stand out from the bowlers. LSW come out. Well, they bowled Pakistan out in the final over. 242. It always looked like being too much for LSW, the hapless LSW this season, and it was. Uh, you've got to go all the way down to number nine for top scorer. Their new recruit, Shia Khan, 33, and Mona Dar as well, just above him, batting at number eight. He got 20. One of the openers, Rajab Hassan, 21, but they were rolled for 116, and it just goes from bad to worse at the moment for LSW. What about the leaderboards? Let's have a look at that. Nazaka Khan. He's only batted three times, and he's top of the leaderboard, 222. He's only been out once, so he's averaging 222. <laughs> well, that's not bad for the captain. No, I'm indeed. China. Shahid Wasif, 197, at tick over 32. And Archie Rath, again, only batted three times. He's got 189. Been out twice, unfortunately, though, he's, so he's only averaging 95 o and a half. Only? Yeah. Bowling leaderboard, Luke Jones up there on top with 11. Jay Davidson and Mona Ahmad, Mona Dar. On 10. What's the table, Bushy? Uh, batting and bowling leaderboard dominated by HKCC. So the table, but at the top, KCC Templars remain at the top. They've played 7-1-4, lost none. They're 11 points. They're tied still with uh, PACC Elite. Very close on net run rate there between the two, but Pakistan Association played an extra game. In third, one game behind KCC Templars. It's the Scorpions from up the hill they played four, lost one, nine points. And then we get into relegation zone. The three teams, the both of the USRC teams, Vagabonds on four points, ahead of Elite on four points. And then on three points, uh, all three points coming from abandoned games for Diaskwa Little Siwon. Yeah, as you say, Bushy, not one win for Little Siwon in the five games they've been out there. Three points all from washouts. Run rate's terrible. Um you know, they've only got two games left. They've got against, they play the Templars and the Vagabonds. They're not going to beat the Templars, right? Simple. They're not going to beat that. So they've got to beat the Vagabonds. But not only do they have to beat the Vagabonds, they've got to hope that the Vagabonds don't win one of their other games because they've only played five. So they've got another four games in addition to that LSW game. And USRC Elite, they've got the Scorpions, which they'll probably lose that. But they've got the Vagabonds as well. They've got the in-house clash. So... I, I don't see a path, really, for LSW to stay up. I, th I think they're going to be in Division 2 next year. And if I look up at the top of the table, PACC, you mentioned, have played the extra game. Scorpions have got two games in hand on them. So Scorpions have got four games left. You've got to say at this point it looks like a Templars-Scorpions grand final, although they do have to play each other in the league as well. Interesting. It is indeed. It is indeed. Well, we won't do Sunday... Div 2, there were no matches last week. We've got some in uh, ins and outs later on. Saturday, Division 1, Crusaders versus the Charlie Bears. 
Well, it was at KCC, and it was a must-win for both sides, really, to move them away from that relegation zone. The Charlie Bears batted first, and the Crusaders were well on top, dismantling the top order of the Charlie Bears, and it was 5 for 43 in the 12th over. Ajay Kamath and Navid Kawaja came together for a near 100 partnership. Kamath 48, Kawaja 58, as well as 31 from Thurusha, and the Charlie Bears finished on 196. The never again, Charlie Bears, 196. But the Crusaders, who always like to kill me, uh, were off to an excellent start in their chase before losing Botfield at 23 at 30 for 1 in the 6th. The other opener, Hogg, scored 25. A half century from Samad Khan and 42 from Nigel Shroff. Sounds like they would have got there, but the Crusaders ran out of overs and they finished 7 for 179, losing by 17. Yeah, we both tipped the Crusaders there and they continue to find the way to lose. Uh, beat the teams that they shouldn't and lose to the teams that they shouldn't. Yeah, something like that. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you, thank you both, Charlie Bears and Crusaders, for ruining We'll me get there. to the tables. We'll see what that means later on. But first off, we'll cover the LSW Sky Warriors versus the Gap Ramblers from up the hill. The Gap Ramblers batted first. And there were no half centuries, but a 49 from Mongstein and a 48 from Aria Panjwani. And the Ramblers finished their 35 overs, 7 for 181. Sky Warriors opened. Bajitia uh, led the way with 40, but didn't get a lot of support. And they were bowled out for 152. Young Daddy Map, 3 for 17 off 7. Continuing his good form with the ball, leading up to the under-19 tour. Yeah, it's good to see young Danny Map. His body's good and he's bowling well. And that serves uh, Cricket Hong Kong well as they go into those big under-19 tours. We both tipped the Gap Ramblers. That was a good one for us there. Oh, the hapless Punjab Lions, they went up against Lama. This was out of PKVR where Lama batted first. 48 from Andre Leclerc, 39 from Callum Burke and 37 not from Tom Booth. And Lama finished 5 for 178 off their 35 overs. Punjab have struggled all year and last Saturday was no different. 43 for 5 at one point. They stuttered their way to 127 with Hussain Hamad. Top scoring with 28, and I think we both got that tip right. Yeah, you can put that one in the in the yes bin for us. Both we tipped Lamar. Jinsung in relegation all year. You know, they've been reaching out to the podcast and giving us feedback. They went up against the USRC Lions at Mission Road. Oh, a big one for them. Fight against relegation. Jinsung batted first. and some nice partnerships within the top order. Saw the scoreboard ticking over constantly. Bunting, 28. Zanol, 26. A wonderful 58 from Elliot Andrews off just 46 balls and a 41 not out from Tom Ingram. And Jinsung put up a highly competitive 6 for 192. You said Tom Ingram there, not Todd Lindgren. I don't know who Todd Lindgren uh, is. He was that guy's uh, feedback. Uh, We're talking about Tom uh, Ingram here. Well, very competitive it was. Lions started well, losing the first at 1 for 49 in the 8th. Irag scored 29. Awas Muhammad 41. But there really was nothing else, and USRC Lions rolled for 137. Rupert Crawford took five for 32, and Jing Sung continued their march away from Division Two next season. Potters, I want to have, have a look at this Rupert Crawford. I checked him on uh, Crook HQ. I hadn't heard of him before. And he's only played three games this season, so looks like to me he's a new guy in Hong Kong or a new cricketer in Hong Kong. And he's come out, he's taken Pfeiffer. Oh, he's his manager, Todd Lindgren, getting him into Jinsung, is it? Might be, might yeah. be. I don't know what's going on, but he seems to be very handy anyway. Anyway, if you're out there, Rupert, if you're listening, feel free to get in contact with us on Insta, the 8 for 52 podcast. 
Bush, you do tip in that one. I can't remember. Uh, I'm assuming I tipped the Lions. Oh, you did indeed. You're, you're ready to gloat. And I tipped uh, Craig and Gower Jingsung as they continue to fight their way to stay in Division 1. Leaderboard, Samad Khan, he's still on top. 422 at 52. He's having a great season. Anka Bajista from the IC Yodders, 356. Cat under 60. Justin Heathcote again. He's having a great year. 306 at over 40. Bowling leaderboard. This is an interesting one. Niaz Ali, 17. Equal on 16 of these three bowlers. Mustafa Iqbal, Adi Canton, Ash Caddy. Of course, all of them Kowloon Cricket Club players mixed between the Tartars and the Crusaders. What's the table bushy? Well, let's have a look at it. At the top, it is the Tartars. The Kowloon Cricket Club Tartars. Played 8-1-6. They're on 13. Also on 13, but behind on that run rate, Lama Cricket Club right behind them. On 12 points, it's the Hong Kong Cricket Club Gap Ramblers. Three on nine points, it's the HKCC Nomads USRC Lions and the Little Saiwan Sky Warriors. On eight, it's the Charlie Bears, the Never Again Charlie Bears. Seven points for the IC Yodders. Two on six, it's CC Jing Sung. They're, they're moving up. They're above uh, the Crusaders. Of, yeah, they're up in ninth now. Now the Crusaders, after they keep losing the games that they shouldn't, have dropped down to 10th. Uh, five points for Pakistan Association Cricket Club. Not really ever really rising stars. And three points for the Punjab Lions. Yeah, look up at the top and I think you can't cast it in stone yet, but it looks like a Tartars Gap Ramblers grand final for mine. Um, they've got to play each other still as far as the league games are concerned, but that looks favourite. Lama, Lama have just been sensational this season. I would love to see them hang on, beat the Rising Stars, finish on 15 points, and somehow find their way into that grand final. Uh, if Ramblers can drop two of their last three, that's exactly what will happen. Down the bottom, well, Punjab, and the, the, the one thing for the Crusaders, they're only one point safe above the Rising Stars at the moment. Behind them, it looks like Rising Stars and Punjab haven't been able to beat time this season, really. So um, Punjab and Crusaders will go head-to-head in their last game. Crusaders have got to play Gap Ramblers. It's still game on down there, but I think Rising Stars and Punjab, they're going to struggle. Anyway, Saturday Division 2, just had the one game was Kaitak Laguna Gully. It was the only one that was out of GDB. These were the relegated sides from last year, actually. The Div 1's coming down. Laguna found themselves in a spot of bother. At 5 for 75, but Adji Chako came in at 6 and hit 64 off just 45 to get them right back on track. Bangari chipped in with 38 and Laguna find themselves all out for 217. A good score, but it is Gin Drinkers Bay, an early wicket, and Kaitak were 1 for 5 in their chase, and then 40 for 2. In steps Chris Ryan, their run machine, 88 not out. From Ryan, 59 from Captain Keeper at number three more, as well as a 39 not out from Dan Clark. And Kai Tak do it easy, running down the total in 30 overs with seven wickets in hand. Yeah, they've come good, Kai Tak, there. That's good batting leaderboard, Chris hey, Ryan. Hey, yeah, yeah. Just mentioned we both got that right. Oh, I, we uh, did. I got so few right, I'd have to get the ones that I... Bushy, well done. Yeah, thanks, mate. Well done. Kai Tak, correct. And speaking of Kai Tak, Chris Ryan, 396 and an average of 132. Thank you very much. He's on top. Ashwin Takania from HKU, 326 at just over 80. Hamza Jawad, 316 at 52. Bowling leaderboard, Asad Ashfaq, as he has been pretty much all year from the Lancers, he's still on top with 20. Rupesh Patard, Lancers and Nikit Singh from India Shiro, 17. What's the table? This looks like they're off and gone still. All right, at the top, the Lancers on 16, played 9. Also played 9 on 15 points, it's HKUCC. 
Two points back on 13, Kai Tak on 12. It's Little Saiwan leaders. Two on 11 points, USRC Tigers and Hong Kong Cricket Club Witherers. 10 points for the Little Saiwan Thunder. Seven points for Laguna Gully. Six points for the India Club Shuriyas. Three points for the Centaurs. And then down at the bottom, still on two points, KCC Saracens and Kragengawa Cricket Club Hungsi. Yeah, Kai Tak making a late run for promotion to get into the grand final. Finish first and second, you get promoted, of course. They're on 13 points with one game in hand against Jing Sung. They will win that. They will go to 15. Fortunately for them, HKU in second place already on 15. Now, they do play the Lancers, who are running first, so they could drop that one. They then play the USRC Tigers, which they've had a pretty good year themselves in 11. So... You can't rule out the Tigers either. If they win all their games going through, they could get up there as well. So it's still game on down there. Um, tough, for, for tough, t- tough for Kaitak, though. You, not only does HKU have two games, sure, playing the top team and then the Tigers mid-placed, but they've also got a fairly healthy net run rate. They'd have to lose badly. Yeah, HKU have got a superior run rate. So, yeah, looking at that, you can you probably nearly draw a line through the Tigers, um, Kaitak, even though they've run... Yeah, uh, a late season surge. Whereas the USA, USRC Tigers, their net run rate is fantastic. Yes, it is. And if they can win four in a row, they're effectively going to make that grand final and therefore promotion. So, yeah, it's good. Still a lot to play for in Saturday Division Two, and that is it for this week's outs and ins. It's time for ins and outs with all the weekend senior games covered. Here's Butters. All right, time for ins and outs. Tell you what, Bushy, the Premier League T20 was supposed to start this weekend. That was going to be part of ins and outs. Yeah, it uh, got delayed, of course, because of the uh, the internationals. Got delayed quite a lot. It's into late February, Feb, Feb twenty five, I think yeah. it starts, yeah, and that, it's not back to back weekends as a break well, and stuff. Uh, it's possible that that thing, that rumor at the beginning of the show that I can't talk yeah. about, might uh, cause even more PL push it back 20. even further. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, so it was due to start. It's not. Um, We've got no Sunday Division 1 this weekend because of the internationals. So we've got two Sunday Div 2 games, one Saturday Div 1 and four Saturday Div 2s as they look you know, very close to wrapping up their season in Saturday Div 2. Let's kick it off with Sunday Division 2 where we've got Infidels versus the Lions. A huge game for the Infidels here. They've only played the five. A win will bring them up to the Optimus. And I tell you what... The telecast, everyone's really looking forward to it. You won't be broadcasting it because you're going to be up at the internationals. I'm not entirely but, um, sure there is any broadcast. Sorry? I don't know if there's an, an actual broadcast of that game. Well, there will be KCC. because KCC broadcast all their Saturday games, all their Sunday games out to their fans and all the Sri Lanka Lions supporters will be watching it and also those Infidels fans around the world. So it will I'm, be broadcast I'm, just I'm, without commentary. Yeah, I'm putting it into the bushy rumour mill that I'm not sure that um, that game will have a telecast. Well, it will. Well, you keep saying that. Like, well, it will like because every happened. game on Saturday and Sunday is telecast from KCC. Uh, and that's what the fans tune in well, for because they know... The reliability of it. Hong Kong Cricket Club have had problems this season with their uh, telecast and not many have gone to air, but KCC have been rock solid. Everything has gone to air and people are really looking forward to it. It's a really important game. So all I, all really I, looking forward to watching that one. All I can say Who is are you going to tip, Bushy? I'll be at Tin Kong Road Recreation Ground for the final of the Tri-Nation yep, which will be brilliant and so, people uh, will be tuning into both. Yeah, I um, It'll be fantastic. I and um, looking forward to watching that one. I can't get down here. I'm looking at watching it uh, on the uh, on the... On the YouTube page, the KCC YouTube page, which puts anyway, every game. Anyway, infidels, every game. Infidels. Every game. I'm going to tip the infidels as well. Yeah. 
I think they'll win that. Um, Sri Lanka, they can be a little bit dangerous. They've got runs in them, right? Um, they're stronger batters than they are bowlers, but I think Infidels will have too much. They've got too much to play for. The other game, the next one in Sunday, Div 2, LSW Knights up against the HKCC Wanderers. I'm going to go for the underachieving Wanderers on this one. And Wanderers aren't underachieving. Uh, they're they're top of the table. Oh, of course They've they only are. lost one. Uh, you're in the wrong division. You're, yeah. you're thinking of Witherers. I, 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 I am in the wrong what division. What is a Witherer? Yeah, well. What is a Wanderer? Apparently me. What is a My wan- mind is wandering and it's withering. Well, let's stick on the Wanderers. We'll get to Witherers later. What, what is a Wanderer? I'm going to pick the overachieving Wanderers. As yeah. a part from the underachieving witherers. I'm going to tip them as well, but what is a wanderer? Somebody that walks around. Well, why, why do you name a team after them? What's the history of that? I have no idea. We've, I, we've, we've been over this. It's what, what is an optimist. Why is there an optimist and then a scorpion? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe anyone out there connected with Hong Kong Cricket Club can get in touch with us on Insta or send us an email at podcast85. No, no one does they that. They could do that. but Just uh, on Insta. Uh, yes, I'm going for the Wanderers. Apologies. I'm going the Wanderers as well. That's it for Sunday Div 2 on to Saturday Div 1. There's only one game, uh, Punjab Lions versus the Charlie Bears. Look, I hate <laughs> that the never ever this, Charlie Bears put me you in this are situation. So com- you are so conflicted. Here. I am not because I'm not picking Punjab. You said you'd never pick Charlie Bears ever again. Well, I expected Crusaders to destroy their spirit and they didn't and Charlie Bears won that one. Look... I'll pick the Charlie Bears. If they lose to the Punjab Lions, I'll know that it is the commentator's curse, the podcaster's curse that makes them lose. Because if they lose to the Punjab Lions, then they should be in the never, ever, ever, ever again bin. Well, you already put them in that bin, and now they've come out of it again yeah. for the second time. Yeah. You've tipped them. I'm going to tip them as well. I watched them last week against the Crusaders, and they'll, they'll have too much for Punjab. All right, on to Saturday, dip two. USAC Tigers have still a chance of promotion up against Hung C, bottom of the table. PKVR, doesn't matter, Tigers. Yeah, Tigers, easy. In a canter, Tigers in a canter. HKU versus the Lancers, top of the table clash. GDV, just to put some pressure on the top of the table clash. Uh, Only out of sentiment, I will go with Hong Kong University. What's your sentiment with Hong Kong University? I like it. Okay, all right, well... I don't like it or not like it. I'm just judging it on cricket. And I think top of the table, Lancers will secure their position. Fair. And they will win out there at GDB. Well, top of the table. Now we move well down the table. The Saracens versus the Centaurs. They're going to play at Cowland Cricket Club. Speaking of never ever, in the never ever bin, I've been talking to a few players from the Saracens and I've told them directly that they are in the never ever bin. Is it correct that... Malhar Vora, captain of the Saracens, tried to ban his players listening to the podcast because I didn't tip them. Um, oh, this is this is miserable. Saracens versus Centaurs, Bushy. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm arring, I'm thinking. I, I can't, I can't do the Saracens. They, they, they hurt me too much. They hurt me inside. They, 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 they lose the games that, they, that's impossible. So you're going for the Centaurs. I'm going for the Centaurs. All right. Malha, if you let me down, if you let me down, my friend, this weekend, there's going to be hell to pay. I'm tipping the Saracens. Oh, big call. I'm tipping the Saracens. And to wrap it up, LSW leaders versus, here they are, the HKCC Witherers. I knew the Witherers were playing this mm. weekend. The, the underachieving, unlike their overachieving counterparts, the Wanderers, 
But um, yeah, I'm I'm going to have a stab at the underachieving Witherers. Yeah, I am as well. They'll, they'll they'll win this week. They'll win this week, no doubt about it. Ooh, a lot of cricket coming up, and well, we haven't covered the internationals, but they're there, and Bush will be out there commentating all weekend. What is it? Saturday, Sunday. We'll cover it next in Sky Plaza Road. Ins and outs. We are done for this week. All right, there she is, the big bird, and that only means one thing. That means it's time for Sky Plaza Road, and this, oh, what a time this is for cricket in Hong Kong. We've got the Tri-Series on underway, then we've got a one-day series against Malaysia, and then we've got East Asia Cup, and then according to Bushy, we've got something else that we don't know about. But let's kick it off with the one-day Tri-Series. Bushy underway, two games done already, Malaysia and Canada in town. Yeah, how awesome is that, Uh Canada now with one day international status plus off to the T20 World Cup. Yeah. I mean, what a double to have them in town. They're just doing the games for this one game each into the final. Then they're off to Nepal to keep uh, playing lots of tours and get ready for not only the T20 uh, World Cup, but they're also working into that one day international status, the, the Cricket World Cup yeah. stuff, the league yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, so we started off with Hong Kong, China taking on Malaysia on Wednesday. That was a cracker of a game. Did you watch? How did we lose? How, 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 how did we lose? Okay, well, basically they scored some runs and we scored less. Yeah, two runs less. Two runs less? 277, that's where the issue was. They let Malaysia... Well, one for 204. Yeah, well, there's also that. Well, one for 204. How do we lose from there? Well, Hong Kong finds a way. Yeah, oh, well. Um, but it, all, all credit to Malaysia. They really tighten the screws. I know they've been looking at the, the, the data for Hong Kong, China, and too many letting the dot balls, trying to smash it away in the, the, the last few overs. Mm. Uh, there's other stuff that, you know, they didn't get. I mean, they only got four wickets against Malaysia, so that, that yeah, allowed them to go mad. We were just talking before we started recording this point how Sharvan Muniandi from Malaysia he scored his 100. He was 103 of 121 deliveries. And then he got to 125 eight balls later. Yeah. So, uh, so just 20, went bang, bang, bang. Got 22 off eight and we yep. lost by two in the end. So yep. it's crucial, right? Uh, and so they've got to go back to the drawing board. Uh, as we say, uh, we're recording this on Thursday. The big game on Saturday, Hong Kong, China versus Canada. Must win for Hong Kong, China. So what happened today? First off, Malaysia well, played Canada. Yeah. Well, uh the one thing Canada and Malaysia is Canada have the wood over Malaysia. Mm. You see the previous games they played 50 over format. Mm. Canada's given them a bit of a spanking and they pretty much did that again today. And Malaysia won 60 odd. Yeah, that was their issue. I talked yeah. to uh, the captain, Virandeep Singh. We'll hear from him shortly. Um, they just didn't put enough runs on the board, 162, and they dropped catches. How do you, how do you drop the opener? After, on the, I think it was the fourth ball of the uh, first over. They Not dropped start. Aaron Johnson. Big unit, and he just decided to go smash after that. And, it's and a long ball, that boy. He, he he does. He put one well out of the park. And well, I'll tell you what. It comes down to now. It's Saturday, I think, Canada play Hong Kong. Yeah. If, uh, if, Hong Kong, if Hong Kong are beaten, they've got a date with destiny on Monday against Hong Kong A. Uh, and imagine if they lost that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. Let's not. Let's focus that they win on Saturday and uh, play Canada in the final. Because net run rate-wise, if they beat Canada, they will get through. Because yep. Malaysia's net it's, run rate is pumped win. today. Yep. Yeah, win that into the final on Sunday with a rematch with Canada. If not, it's a date on Monday. All of this being broadcast. Bushy down there commentating. Um, 
all of it's going to be broadcast on the weekend as well, as well as the Monday game. Yep. I'm calling that solo, that one at the moment. All right. What I'm about a friend? Have you got any interviews out there, Bushy? Well, I did. Yesterday, I at the Hong Kong China v Malaysia game, I had a chat to head coach Simon Willis. So let's hear what he had to say. Dan Pascoe, Daniel Bakari, big Premier League uh, scores. Uh, are we likely to see any of those this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Dan Danielle uh, again was injured. He's got a little bit of an elbow problem, so that's why he wasn't considered for today's game. Um, so, you know, Dan Pascoe has done exceptionally well for a number of years in club cricket. Um, but yeah, absolutely, we'll, we'll be expecting to, to see some of those guys playing in the next game. And another one that we uh, mentioned on the commentary earlier, you're pacing the ground with him, the great Esan Khan. He hasn't been playing any domestic cricket lately due to injury. Are we likely to see him in the side? Yeah, we won't see him in this series. Um, you know, he, he had a fractured finger, so he's literally just started this week back doing full cricket contact. So uh, you'll see him out there at lunchtime having a good bowl and a field and, and various other things. So uh, we're not going to rush him back. He's, he's, he's gold for us, so we want to look after him and, and make sure that uh, we don't rush him back. I tell you what, it's always good to hear from Simon Willis. He's been a guest on the podcast a couple of times now. He's always gives up his time to either come into the commentary box or, or get interviews. And uh, it's good to, about Dan Pascoe and Daniel Bakari. I want to see them get a run on the weekend. That'd be good. Dan Bakari deserves his spot. Danielle, uh, leading run scorer in the Premier League, earned his spot. And Pascoe, one of the most reliable uh, left arm spinners that you can find. Well, going by that middle order for Hong Kong. In the first game against Malaysia, they need a Daniel Bakari in there because it collapsed. And that was the problem. Well, you've got to also do like it. Like you Dan- say, one, one for 204. How do you not get 270? Yeah, that's right. And you look at Pasco. Let's argue that point. I mean, Pasco down here in Sunday League the other day faced 85 balls for 25. He can hold an end up with the bat, let alone with the ball. So, um, yeah, pretty valuable. Hopefully they get a run. And a shout-out to Antrim and Rath. Not only scored a century... I was talking to him after the game as it was getting changed, and he was filthy, filthy with himself. He's like, I should have gone on, I should have won the game. It wasn't a great shot that he got out it to. It wasn't, but he, he scored 100. Yeah. They only needed 278. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, it's a team game, and he was still filthy with himself. So, I mean, that's a good mindset. No, a lot of passion from the boys out yeah. there, and yeah, he would have been disappointed with that because he knows he's better than that. And he's, he's class, Angie Rath. He is absolute class. We know that. On the Malaysia side, they kicked off with a victory and uh, the new captain would have been happy. Virandeep Singh, yes. Uh, he, he bowled the death over against Hong Kong. He took it on his own shoulders. He's, he's a young fella. He's only just taken over. Virandeep Singh from Fies, the captain for a decade for Malaysia. And he took it on his shoulders against uh, Hong Kong to bowl that death over and keep it underneath what they needed. And, of course, they won by two runs. And then the next day... They went out against Canada. Uh, I, I asked him uh, in an interview, with, was the team just maybe a bit tired after uh, playing that huge full 100-over game against Hong Kong and then backing it up against Canada? Here's what he had to say. Two games in a row, team a bit tired. How did you feel out there today? Uh, not really. I think you know the weather here is quite good. So uh, I don't think uh, the weather was an excuse or being tired was an excuse. I think we were not up to the mark today. You know, we, we're not <coughs> really too concerned about what the results, results are for us. But we, you know, as a team, we want to play good cricket. And that's something that we have been uh, looking forward to. And that's what we want to do every time we step on the field. But today, I think we were uh, slightly off, I would say. Uh, but yeah, anyway, a lot of positives in the last two games. We'll uh, look to get better after this.
So today, did you think it was the 162 wasn't enough? There were some fielding issues as well today. A drop catch in that first over and you would have been right in there. Yeah, but I think, uh, you know, it's all about the runs at the end of the day. I don't think 160 on this wicket was, uh, was good enough. Yeah, of course, we did miss some chances and stuff, but I think... Um, you know, and the game could have gone anyway, but I think firstly we should look at the batting part. I think we we were not up at the mark, and we could have scored more runs, probably around 250, because the wicket got really flatter towards the the second part of the uh, of the game as well. So, yeah, I think that's something that we need to focus on. Yeah, he's a young man taking on a big mantle, as far as captaincy is concerned, taking over from a legend of the cricket in Malaysia as well. So he's doing a good job. He's off to a good start. He's got a couple of starts, batted well today as well. Got himself out probably at the wrong time. But uh, no, he's a wonderful associate cricketer, there's no doubt about that. Speaking of Canada, and their captain. Yes, uh, Saad bin Zafar. Uh, he was amazing today, both bat and ball. Firstly, with the ball bowling, he just was unplayable at times. He ended up with two for 15 off eight and really put the screws on in that middle section and allowed the other bowlers to come in and take the rest of the wickets on top of the two that he did get. Um, he uh, then, after a big scoring, Aaron Johnson got out eventually, dropped on one and then dropped on 61 out in the end, not far after. Uh, he went out there and scored 30 not out. So what he did do for me, and I'm very appreciative, Saad bin Zafar, he managed to not only be the winning captain, but he also was the player of the match today. So I only had to do one interview after the game. Let's hear from him. After uh, a long break, uh, we had a winter season back home, so... We were all training indoors, so we were itching to go out and play some cricket outdoors. So happy with the, how overall things went and we still, I think, may need a few days to get climatised with the condition, but overall, good game for us. Yesterday it was 18 degrees here and quite cold, everyone's in jumpers. Today, 27 degrees, so the weather didn't bother the guys coming out of Can uh, the Canada winter? Yeah, definitely. We, uh, we have around minus 10 in Canada at the moment, so uh, it's not too cold for us, but uh, happy to see sun for the first time ever since we are here in three days. You came out, won the first game, you've got tomorrow off. Any plans to see Hong Kong while you uh, got the day off? Definitely, actually, we were asking our liaison officer for some uh, places. He has recommended us a few. We still have a training tomorrow, but any time we get, we're going to go out and do some sightseeing. And then on Saturday, back here at Ting Kuang Road Recreation Ground against the local team, Hong Kong China. Looking forward to that one? Yeah, definitely looking forward to the Hong Kong game as well. Uh, again, we're here for like three games only. It's a short tour but overall we're heading into the ODS uh, circle starting from UAE so looking forward to the next few games. Alright that's fantastic some great interviews out there Bushy from Mission Road in the Sky Plaza Road segment and hopefully come next week I mean we've got more games of this tri-series to come and before we go to air we're also going to have the start of the Malaysia uh, Hong Kong um, 50 over games as well so hopefully some more interviews next week on Sky Plaza Road what else have we got on Sky Plaza Road what about the women's well they've been down Bunbury they were been down in Bunbury, my old place, you know. Now you've made your jokes, we can get over it. Uh, Did they end up making it to Bushy's mum's house? They didn't. No, it's I, a shame. Well, I know this for a fact. The door was open. Because joining me in commentary yesterday, Wednesday, for the Hong Kong-China game, a, a guest of the 8 for 52 podcast before, uh, the captain of Hong Kong-China women's team, Kerry Chan, and also KCC Saracens player and legend and wicketkeeper, batter extraordinaire Yasmin Daswani, who did commentary with me here for the Fincher Shield. Mm. They both joined me in commentary and we had a little chat about how their trip to Bunbury went. Because you played against some good opposition. You played against the Bunbury District's women's side and also the Western Australian under-18s women's side. 
they should be pretty good because Western Australia is good for not many things, but cricket is one of them. I think, um, I mean, I think they had other games potentially on at the same time because um, they weren't as strong as we were expecting. But no, they definitely had some good youngsters coming through. You could see they had a lot of potential. It's very kind. <laughs> Instead of saying we just thrashed them. <laughs> what have you guys got coming up for tours and the like? You got anything in the in the works? I yeah, we leaving on next Tuesday for the um, Asia Cup qualifiers in Malaysia. So um, the top two teams is going to get in the Asia Cup to play against India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka. Those cover kind of strong team, and uh, we are going to play like four groups, I think. Yeah. So the groups that we have is Nepal. Bhutan and Maldives. i tell you what, all credit to Cricket Hong Kong for organising that tour. That's wonderful. Great little interview with the, with the two ladies and what great experience of Cricket Hong Kong putting all that together. And they got to see the dolphins like you do in Bunbury. You always get to see a dolphin. There's always a dolphin out there. I explained to them I always used to think they were sharks when I was uh, going. Yes. Very intelligent, the dolphin. Yeah. Have you ever seen a dolphin get caught on a fishing line? I haven't. No. Why? Because they're too smart. Yeah. Not like, like fish. Fish are idiots. <laughs> fish are idiots. But the dolphin is no fish. Well, this Sky Plaza Road is digressing. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, it was good to see that the girls went down there. And they are on a plane next Tuesday. They're off to Malaysia. So while the Malaysia men's team is here in Hong Kong for two tours, mm -hmm. pretty much everybody else from Hong Kong is heading down to Malaysia. So the women's team is heading to Kuala Lumpur next Tuesday. You've got the under-19s Hong Kong-China women's team heading to Penang uh, in Malaysia and also the under-19 boys mid-February. Mid I think right? they go Feb 17 for their warm-up tour. They do in Malaysia before they head to the qualifiers in Thailand, I understand. They're that going to stuff. Johor Bahru, so all over Malaysia. Isn't that great? Hong Kong teams playing cricket. No, but seriously, from... I don't want to digress too much back into COVID times, but when we went through that time where the international cricket was shut down, now we just have a smorgasbord of international cricket locally and internationally. It's tremendous. It really is exciting times. What, don't you think it's exciting? I think it's very exciting. You're loving it. You're I loving am it. loving it. I'm just, every time it's mentioned, I'm thinking about how much work I have to Cathay, do. Cathay Pacific getting all the work they can do. Let's just hope they can keep their pilots behind the... Behind the wheel or whatever you do whatever you call it out there push push behind the wheel yep. pushing buttons we're fired getting them up getting, our teams are going they're coming back getting cricketers good. in and out that's sky plaza road we'll have a huge one again next week and now it's time for bushy's birthday bonanza it's your favorite time it's my favourite time. Listeners around the world, I welcome you to Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Wow, that was soft and sexy, Bottas. I enjoyed that intro. Uh, we've got a couple of birthdays to celebrate this week around Cricket Hong Kong, starting with a legend from Cricket Hong Kong himself, my boss at Cricket Hong Kong Broadcasting, Atif Hussain, had a birthday on Monday, January 29. That is fantastic, Atif. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Busy boy at this time of year around his birthday. Very, very busy. He got Monday off and then we're into it basically on Wednesday. So working hard. And one other birthday coming up on the 6th next week, uh, the 6th of February, that is Jack Meadows from Hong Kong Cricket. Ah, oh, Jack. 
Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hope you celebrate it well. Yep, there's the birthdays this week, Bottas. Just the two, but I'm happy with that. It's better than none. Yeah, we have had weeks where we've had none. Bushy's birthday bonanza, the highlight of my week, is done. But it'll be back next week. Hi, I'm Yasin Murtaza, Hong Kong national player and best uh, cricketer of the year, 2023-2024. You are listening to the 8452 broadcast with Potters and Bushy. Ah, uh, Botters, that's it for the 8 for 52 podcast, episode 19 into the fourth over. What a big one. Yeah, it was. Another huge one, actually. And international cricket coming from everywhere. And you From the wazoo. Yeah, when you've got those interviews as well in Sky Plaza Road, superb. Yeah. Love to be able to talk to these associate cricket nations, their captains. They come and talk to us on the broadcast from Cricket Hong Kong. It's great, this camaraderie of associate cricket nations and now the likes of Canada going up into the one-day status and going to the T20s. Yeah, well, we used to be. Yeah, we did. And we'll be back there. There's no doubt about that. Well, only if we follow the current plan instead of that uh, Instagram uh, person. Todd Lingram. Uh, yeah, he didn't. He wasn't interested. Todd Lingram's not a big fan of 50-over cricket as far as Hong Kong is concerned, and I, I did point out. I mean, conceptually, Todd, I can see where he's coming from. He's on the right sort of path, but... The fact is, under the ICC funding model, ODI status is seriously important, and we've got to keep playing 50 over cricket. Now, after we talked about that in the in- intro, I actually had a thought, and I was thinking about it, and his idea actually has has some sort of grounding, and, and, and in, not for Hong Kong, China. Take the Hong Kong bit out. Yeah. China, yeah. the mainland. Look, they are desperate. They want to build their T20 team. They want to get up and about and be playing the the likes of Hong Kong, Malaysia or Canada or Thailand or whoever. Focus solely on the T20 uh, model and build from there. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, the sky's the limit as far as China's concerned if there's money to be thrown at it. And I think there's numerous ways it could be structured. Maybe that's something we talk more about as we go forward on the podcast because... I mean, it's a, just a huge untapped market as far as sport is concerned in the cricket variety, right? And we know publicly the International Cricket Council, the ICC, have said publicly two markets they want to target, China and the USA. Yeah, and I think I think it's probably a little bit too much for the 8 for 52 podcast to lead the charge into the USA, but I tell you what, we can have a crack at China. Oh, we could be the number one podcast, cricket podcast in China as well as Hong Kong. Maybe a firewall we need to worry about, but ah. I'm showing you, ah, we might not work. I reckon, we'll it, work. I reckon if we get one listener from the mainland through the firewall, then we're probably the number one cricket podcast in China. I reckon you're probably right <laughs> as well. No, but it is, it is really exciting to talk about and think about as we go forward. So, so Todd Lingram, I mean, it was really conceptually good. In reality, no good. But thank you for reaching out to us and... We welcome another one in return next yeah. week. Uh, yeah. we, we, we will welcome any messages. Absolutely. And we've got international cricket going everywhere. The Tri-Series at the moment. It's the Malaysia One Day is coming up. East Asia Cup after that. Bushy's Rumour Tournament after that or oh, something. Oh, 95% guaranteed coming in a month's time or so. We'll have all the news. The breaking news right here on the 8 for 52 podcast. As soon as it is that th- it's inked. Can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. We've got women overseas, the internationals. We've got massive domestic cricket as the crescendo of the local cricket is coming, be it in Sunday Div 1, which has been delayed a little bit, uh, Sunday Div 2, 
Saturday leagues, promotion relegation on the line, a hell of a lot to play for there. And we haven't even got to the Premier League T20 season. It hasn't even started yet. And, and if this new uh, international tournament that I'm thinking I've heard about comes along, it's going to get bumped up. We might be playing the 2023-24 season into 2025 at this rate. It's not my franchise league, is it, you're talking about? Has I that been taken up? I don't think so, no. Oh, Who true. knows? But Probably uh, should be. So anyway. We might be still playing cricket in May and June at it's this rate. Hot and wet. <laughs> Moist. Hot and wet. And that word that some people don't like, it will be moist if we start playing cricket then. Yeah, it will be indeed. It will be indeed. But uh, whether we're playing in April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, you know what's going to happen? The 8 for 52 podcast will have it covered. It we will have it covered. It's going to be huge and another great episode. Botters. It might be time to go home. I'm a bit exhausted after all the commentary from the internationals. Yeah, it's night-night for me. Hope you enjoyed the episode 19. We'll be back with episode 20 next week. It's bye-bye from Botters. See ya. Hello. Good morning. The 8 for 52 theme song is the coin toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is written, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Tripperhead Limited, copyright 2024. I think I'm going for a bat, and that's that.